Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. On a Friday night. Oh, we even got some chatters in here already. Who's here? Who's here? My favorite nephew, Paul Nelson, Terrence Sullivan. What's up, guys? How you doing tonight? About to kick off this weekend. Now, normally on these Friday nights, the plan is to just uh, go over SmackDown. But there was a lot of stuff that happened this week that I didn't get a chance to talk about. So we're going to cram it all in on a Friday night. We're not... We're not planning on staying too long tonight. We'll, we'll try to keep it short and sweet tonight. So let's not waste too much time. But right before we get into that, don't forget, folks, you know what we do. We smash that like button. We smash that sub button. We ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. You know that Smash This Podcast is also on audio now over on anchor.fm forward slash smashes podcast and it goes out all over the place bullrun.fm cast box uh rebel radio spotify google podcasts apple's the biggest one that's got about half of my listenership on audio <clears throat> so that's an interesting one so if you listen on apple make sure you subscribe you get all the latest updates when I'm bringing you reviews and news in the world of wrestling or whatever I feel like talking about. And make sure you, if you're if you're digging the content, leave a leave a rating as well. That's something I'm not used to asking for is leaving a rating because it's all all this audio stuff is new to me. I should have started it a long time ago, but, <clears throat> you know, the show is always evolving. And speaking of evolving, you know, there's brand new merch on the merch page. The link is in the description. You want to help support the podcast, help it grow. Go get yourself some Smash This Podcast merch. And that retro design. That retro design from when I started the brand itself a handful of years ago, it's coming back, folks. That's going to get dropped sometime in March. So keep an eye out for that. <clears throat> Joey Z's in here. Zach Bonifer. Bell's boy. What is up? <laughs> A.K.A. Between the Turnbuckles. That's interesting. Never heard that one before. All right. I don't know what to think about that one. Sounds interesting. I like it, though. All right. So, uh, so before we jump into tonight's SmackDown, which just ended, let's, uh, let's catch up on some wrestling news for the week. And then we'll jump into SmackDown. We're going to talk about a couple things I've been uh, wanting to get to. And then we'll catch up on other stuff in a bit. All right. So here's some news. Jiminy Christmas. 
And now, Jay Bones News. Brought to you by, uh, himself. Here you go. Searching for my fake wrestling news. Never gave myself my own intro before, but everyone else does it for me, so I figured I'd give it a spin. I have no clue what to say. Anyways, so, <laughs> Bell's Boy, time for fake wrestling news. No, this is this is real. I, I bring you real stuff. That's one thing I pride myself on here is I don't make shit up. It's genuine. Like this first one. You guys cracked me up. All right, so like this first bit we're going to talk about here is, uh, as you saw on the cover going into this, saw Batista on there. It's like, Batista, what are we going to talk about Batista? Well, as you can see right there, scrolling across the bottom there, you see Army of the Dead. Folks, I don't know how big of a Batista fan you are, but I'm a big Batista fan. The guy just kicks ass all over the place showing up in different different movie franchises i think he just showed up in uh one of the latest 007 ones that either just dropped or it's about to drop i i gotta catch up but that's one of my favorite movie franchises as well and so from zach snyder the guy who's gonna give you the extended version of the, uh, was it the Justice League later this year on HBO Max? And the same guy that brought you Dawn of the Dead. That one is loved by fans that love zombie movies. Brought you those fast, terrifying zombies. That's a pretty good one. That, re that remake was... I, I don't think I've heard too many negative things about that one. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. So Batista, along with several others, I don't have the list in front of me, so I apologize. Batista is starring in Army of the Dead. That Netflix trailer just dropped in the last 24 hours or so. If if, if you are on Netflix. And you want what looks to be the zombie movie of the year. Could be. Could be. You want to watch Batista shoot up some zombies in Army of the Dead. Then add that to your list. It's dropping in May. I believe it said May 21st is the drop date. Now, they gave us just a real quick... Um, a real quick trailer. It's like a minute long. And a week or two ago, I believe it was uh, Entertainment Weekly or one of those magazines, online magazines, whatever you want to call them, you know, those Hollywood ones, they uh, dropped a few pictures from the movie. Uh, some little snippets of what to look forward to. And um, so, yeah, we've been getting little things over the course of the last, you know, month or so. 
So I'm I'm hoping we get at least one more grand, you know, two minute plus trailer before it drops. Hopefully within the next month. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Chris Washington, what's up? Welcome. He says, I saw the trailer. It looks dope. Is this Dawn of the Dead, Chapo? No, it's not Dawn of the Dead. No. No, but it uh, it looks like it's going to rank right up there. Did you see the Mortal Kombat trailer? Yeah, I did. I did. That looks amazing. And it looks brutal, too. Oh, my God. So gory. It's like I, you know, when I was younger, I, got, I was really into, uh, you know, video games and stuff. But I never really got into those arcade-type games much and they've they've you know they've gone way past the arcade it's like arcades just barely exist anymore unless you're you know, going to chunky e. cheese or something um or sometimes you know movie theaters have arcades and um but god knows what the pandemic is like you know are you even gonna go to one of those now no probably not Imagine the germs floating around an arcade right now. My God. <laughs> Got a little micro pandemic just floating around the arcade itself, right? Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I never got into Mortal Kombat, but I know it's loved by millions. I, I know it's a very popular video game franchise, and when I saw that came out, I was I was not expecting much because I remember the 1990, was it 1995, give or take a little movie that came out. And it's, um, and, I mean, some people like it, but I haven't heard a lot of positive things about it. And I've, I've seen most of it. I didn't think too much of it, but whatever. You know, I guess it's just because I wasn't really into the uh, video game franchise that much anyways. But, but yeah, that... That trailer looks sick too. I didn't mean to ramble on about that, but <laughs> critical sting, finish him. Yes, all the little sayings. Um, I saw those in the trailer too. Yeah, that looked that looks pretty good. Pretty good. Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah. There's one not too far from my house. I don't even know if it's open anymore though. I've never been to Dave and Buster's. I've never been there. I never had the urge to go get drunk and play video games somewhere else and s spend like a ridiculous amount of money. I'm like, nah, man, I'll, I'll buy a cheap six pack and play some games at home. I just, it's, it's just not, not for me. You know, whenever I went out when I was younger and played anything while drinking, it was usually darts. I was, I was pretty good at darts. Not as good as my wife. Mrs. J bone was a, um, Wisconsin state champion. She has she had many trophies over the years. But that was that was pre Jabo. Pre Jabo. So but anyways. Uh Bell's voice says Mortal Kombat came out in nineteen ninety five and it was planned badly and it starred Raul Julia in the lead role before he died. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right, it did. <laughs> Critical sting. Get over here. Yeah, that was in the trailer too. I saw that. That was pretty cool. So, 
so yeah, I'll probably I'll probably watch that. I we just we just got HBO Max, so I'm just uh, just diving into that. So I'm really like I'm not going to movie theaters this year. So I'm really excited about all those big movies that are going to HBO Max. I figure the money I'm going to spend in a movie theater, I would easily spend it on HBO Max. So. <laughs> Code Breaker <laughs> talking about the big show. Yeah, I talked about all that on on Wednesday. So if you want to check out my thoughts on AEW, you can go back and check that one out. We're going to talk about some other stuff now. <laughs> Critical Sting coming up with all the, the goofy sayings from the video game. I'll stop. <laughs> You're so silly. All right. So, um, so yeah, go check out uh, Army of the Dead when it comes out in May on, on Netflix if you're a Batista fan. But it's got a, you know, I'm sure it's got a lot of other stars in it too. I'm just not, I don't have them on paper here in front of me. So, all right. What else are we going to talk about? Let's talk about Hey, Mark's here too. What's up, brother? Um, Impact Wrestling has an updated card for sacrifice. Let's do a little share screen Rooney here for a little bit and talk about this card. So, sacrifice is coming up March 13th. Two weeks, was it two weeks from now? Just over two weeks from now. As of midnight, it'll be in two weeks. We got, we'll start with this one. We'll start, we'll, we'll let the ladies go first. We got new number one contenders for the Knockouts Tag Team title, folks. Faya and Flava are going to defend their Knockouts Tag Titles against Jordan and Jazz. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty damn excited about this. Uh, it's great to see Jordan and Jazz stay together. I'm glad it wasn't a one uh, wasn't a one off, you know, with these guys, uh, gals, I should say. Um. So yeah, they got a hell of a challenge in front of them. They'll face off in two weeks. So let me know your thoughts in the chat, how excited you are for this match coming up at Impact Wrestling Sacrifice. Now, we also, this one should certainly have some people talking. This is huge, folks. This is huge. If you've been following the evolution of Moose over the last couple of years, you knew eventually this was coming. It was just a matter of time before he got a shot at the Impact World title. So Rich Swan is defending against Moose on Saturday, March 13th in two weeks. I don't know about you, Some people like to use the term match of the year candidate. 
I'm telling you right now, this has match of the year candidate written all over it. Especially after the match that uh, Willie Mack had with Moose. The story they told. Especially with the road that Rich Swan has taken lately. You know he can tell a damn good story in the ring as well. So let me know in the chat what you think about this match. Um, <laughs> oh, the chat always cracks me up. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. This is and this this is on the Impact Plus specials on the Impact Plus um, app site. It's only seven ninety nine a month, folks. Just these two matches alone makes that card worth that, in my professional opinion. So, yeah, let me know what you think of the card so far. I'm sure we're going to get more this coming Tuesday as stories develop. We're going to get that number one contender as well for the uh, X Division Championship as well. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> Mark, you're so goofy. People still watch that. Well, of course they do. I know you do, you, you goof. <laughs> Moose versus Omega. Oof. We could see that later this year, folks. We could. We certainly could. Bell's Boy says, I'm calling it now. Moose wins the title. Certainly could be his time, guys. Certainly could. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Mark, Tasha makes me sweat. <laughs> Don't let your wife hear you say that. <laughs> Y'all gonna be in trouble. Naughty, naughty Uncle Mark. All right. So that's about all I really had for news. But I did want to cover those few things before I dived into SmackDown tonight. Because I did want to cover... I usually do updates on these monthly specials from Impact Wrestling. Because I do uh, do um, reviews on them on a regular basis. And then the big pay-per-views, I save that for TNI. So... <laughs> Zach, you're a nut. Mark stopped watching Impact and his NXT Taya. Oh, boy. Oh, Mark. It's so cold. She's dead to me now. Oh, my God. 
you know you're gonna watch Mark. She's one of your favorites. Hey, you can also watch that other new guy that just showed up there as well on Wednesday nights. Mr. L. A. Knight. I tell you what, that combo right there makes me want to march. Between Taya and the former Eli Drake. They're a killer on the loose on that roster as well. It's, it's getting crazy on that show. I might have to start watching. <clears throat> but for now, we're going to stick to AEW on Wednesday nights. But I'll keep a close eye on it. <clears throat> so, a <laughs> critical sting. She's locked up. She's doing time. She's doing time up north, folks. No, I'm, I'm happy for her. I am. She's she's one of my favorite women's wrestlers. I can't wait to see what she's going to do. Look, opinions aside, all we can do is hope that they treat her well and she gets to do big things. Because that's the goal when you become a part of that show, the part of that company, right? <clears throat> all you can do is cross your fingers and bust your ass and hope it all works out. So, Cameron Grimes, yeah, Cameron Grimes is on there too. I heard he's a rich boy now. <clears throat> he's a rich guy. All right, let's talk some SmackDown, shall we? So we're talking SmackDown from tonight, <clears throat> Friday night, season 23, episode 9. You might ask me, J-Bone, why do you do that every time now you review something? Because I don't think anybody else does. I've never heard anybody do that. I could be wrong. But I don't think anybody else does that. If I'm wrong, let me know. <clears throat> so, because I started doing that with the AEW stuff, and now I'm just doing it for all the stuff I'm reviewing. So, we'll make it a smash this podcast thing. Because some people do keep track of seasons and episodes, you know? Who knows? <laughs> MSK. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing big things now, too. They got a great start. They got a great start. All right. <laughs> you guys. All right. Time for some SmackDown. Um we start out here, Roman Reigns comes out with Cousin Jay Uso, followed by Paul Heyman. And he's cutting one of his usual promos. I tell you, his, his promos lately, since he turned heel, since he returned, have just been gold. I don't know about you guys, I'm loving it. It's... It's it's such a classic heel thing. It's so simple. It's it's eerily similar at times to one Jake the Snake Roberts. And if you're as old as me or damn near close enough to remember what he did back in the day, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He would talk real low and real soft. So you'd have to 
kind of get close to your television and be like, hey, what's he saying? He draws you in. He draws you in and you're paying attention because you're you're like, whoa, what's he what's he saying? I love I love Roman's promos. It's a damn shame he didn't do these a long time ago because they're so good. And what's even better is the little things like how Haman just hangs on every word. Just hangs on every word. And <laughs> presents the microphone to him. When they're walking down the ring, Roman's a centerpiece. But if you look off to his left shoulder, there's Paul just following like a little puppy dog. He just... <laughs> his eyes don't stray away one second from Roman Reigns. It's damn funny. It's absolutely... I can't help but laugh when I'm watching this. You hear the chorus of boos, audible boos and everything. And you're looking at Roman, and he's just doing his slow strut to the ring. And then there's Jay doing his I'm the cool cuz thing off to the side of him. And he's looking around like, uh-huh, yep, we're about to do the thing, yep. And then there's Paul Heyman just following like, like, like he's, he's, he's just found his savior, his savior in the world. Of professional wrestling. It's just, it's priceless. It really is. So he gets out there and he's saying to Edge, uh, he's like, you know, the Royal Rumble for me was just damn near perfect. But then you showed up. And he said to him, he's like, Edge, you don't stand a chance against me. And then Daniel Bryan showed up. Great to see. <laughs> Great to see Dan. I'm laughing because Mark's in the chat going, ECW review when, Jay? I don't know. It's it's coming. It's coming. Because now you guys, you see, like, when we're done with TNI and we're hanging out in the studio and we're just chit-chatting and stuff, we started watching ECW pay-per-views from over 20 years ago. And we just start watching matches and because I've never seen them before. And they are just blowing my mind. So that, that might be a thing you'll see here soon on, on Smash This Podcast. Either Smash This Podcast or TNI, one of the two. We'll 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 be in talks about it because um damn. I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing. It's just like I said, it's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Tanaka for life, yes. <laughs> good shit, good shit. Um, all right, back to SmackDown. Getting off track. So Daniel Bryan shows up, and he's cutting the cutting the promo, and he's talking to Roman, and um, and he's just, he's like, you know, there's people talking about what you did to me. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not good what everybody's saying, how, uh, how you had to show up and then just destroy me after I started in the elimination chamber. 
And he's like, I thought you were a headliner. I thought you would have waited to headline the pay-per-view and then take me out. But that means you would have had to have given me time to recover. Huh. And then Jey Uso gets in his face. And things uh, things get rowdy. He attacks him. Um, oh, but before that, Daniel Bryan suggests that um, Roman Reigns it's like if you want to, you want to headline a pay per view against me, and erase all doubt from all the people talking. You could headline fast lane against me. What do you think? And then Jey Uso attacks him, takes him out, and uh, they leave laughing because they just completely obliterated. Daniel Bryan and tossed him over the barrier. And then later in a segment, um, Jey Uso is apologizing to Roman like, um, like, hey, uh, I'm sorry if I overstepped my boundaries there. And Roman's like, no, don't apologize. He's like, as long as you get it done later tonight versus Daniel Bryan, you got nothing to apologize about. Because Jey Uso said to Daniel Bryan before he attacked him, he's like, if you beat me, you got you to go through me to get to him. So we've got that headlining tonight's SmackDown episode. Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. If Daniel Bryan beats Jey, he can have Roman at Fastlane. Then we got Edge talking to Adam Pierce in the back, kind of questioning the way things are going. He's like, I thought we were supposed to have a tag team match, and now Daniel Bryan might be getting the championship shot. What's going on here? So Edge isn't real happy that Daniel Bryan might be getting a shot before him at Roman Reigns at the at the championship, the Universal Championship. Then we have a um, an interesting tag match here. So Otis has recently turned heel, and it's been very strange. But I paid close attention in this match, and it, as much as it shocked me, I loved it. I feel like Otis can really do this. He can be a heel big guy and just bulldoze over and through people. I feel like he can really do it. Let me know your thoughts on this, too. So we see Otis and Chad Gable versus uh, Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio's all bandaged up from the week before because he got splashed by Otis. So he's selling that. You know, he's doing the thing in the corner up on the turnbuckle, like, you know, towards the crowd. 
that's there, but not there. And, uh, you know, he's selling that injury. He's grabbing his side. He's all taped up. He's all taped up, all bandaged up. <laughs> Mark asking, does Ray got two eyes now or not? You know what? I didn't even notice. As sad as that is. You know what? Let me quick jump on the website and see if they've got photos up from the match. It sounds horrible that I, I don't know this, but I don't know this. Let me quick look. Give me two seconds here. All right. Smackdown. Oh, we got those results. Oh, the pictures are up. Oh, the pictures are up. All right, here we go. We're clicking through them. We're going to see how Ray's eye is doing. Oh, oh it's hard to tell there. Now, which eye was it? I don't remember. Was it his right eye or was it his left eye? Because right there, his right eye looks fine. I see all these pictures of his right eye. Oh, no. There's a picture. Yep. His eye's fine now. Yep. His eye is all good. He is he is two-eye Ray Ray. Yep. <laughs> his eye's all good. Yep, no bandages, no patches, no cover-ups, no protective, nothing, no, no shield. No, not that kind of shield. Eye shield. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> Rey Mysterio's eyes all healed up from, you know, falling out a few months ago. God. <laughs> How bad was that, right? <laughs> of course, Impact fans are joking around because Scott Demore told the told the joke in the last episode of Impact Wrestling. Like, <laughs> who who would do an eye for an eye match? You know, it's hilarious. Oh, Mark, question: J Bone, best career post Shield so far? I'm assuming you mean Mox, Roman. Or Seth. Damn. That's tough. That's tough. I would have to say, in all honesty, I'd have to say Roman. You'd either have to say Roman or Mox. I mean, Seth has done well too. He's been champ a few times. I'd have to like count championship reigns and stuff like that. I think they've each have had a couple championship reigns since their days in the shield. And that was, and that goes back. Wow. That started in 2013. Can you believe that folks? 2013. That's when that started. I know this cause I started podcasting right after that. Um, and then they broke up a little after a year 
2014-ish. So, yeah. It's, it's tough. I, I think I'd have to say Roman. I mean, Mox is still my favorite, but if you're looking at what they've accomplished and everything, I think i got to say Roman. Well, it's kind of all a matter of opinion. <clears throat> Excuse me. All a matter of opinion, you know. Our case is definitely not Seth. He's done some good things, though. You know, he's done the whole cash-in thing, headlining mania, took the championship away from. So, I mean, you can't sneeze at any of their careers. They've all done great things. Let's not lie. You know, so. All right. Back on track. You guys, I love it. Um, But, yeah, Otis and Chad Gable take out Dominic and Rey Mysterio, especially – Ray Mysterio. Otis is just, I mean, he's doing some of the same things he still did, but he's definitely less charismatic as in goofy, cheery, smiling. He's got this like big guy, evil, sinister grimace to him now. And his splashes are awesome. So, yeah, he definitely squished Rey Mysterio here. Got the win. That's a big win. It really is. So we'll see where this goes. Let me know if you like the, the new tag team of Chad Gable and, uh, and Otis. It really feels like Chad Gable is molding Otis into something new here kind of liking it. I mean, I was a fan of Otis anyways, but now with this heel turn, it's it's even more interesting. We, we've had a few heel turns lately on SmackDown. And we're just about to get into another one here. Apollo Crews comes out and uh, cuts a promo. He says he's through being nice. He's through being nice. Because he didn't get anything from being nice. So it was a it was a simple promo. It was good, though. I felt like he did all right. He talked about his origins being from Africa and stuff like that. <laughs> Mark's not appreciating the... Uh, the way that Otis went over Ray Ray. He's not, he's not digging it. He's not digging it. Critical thing. Is it going to last? It's going to last. I don't know. Love to see. Obviously that, uh, that money in the bank, you know, <laughs> at the side of Otis didn't last. We'll see. We'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, Apollo Cruz says he's done being nice. And while he's talking about, you know, being from uh, Nigeria and all this stuff and his origins and his family roots and everything, and he gets interrupted. He gets interrupted by Nakamura. And they have a pretty damn good match. Apollo Cruz comes off with the win here. Interesting. Very interesting what's happening on SmackDown now. 
Uh, then we get a match between Tamina and Liv Morgan. Now, I'm trying to remember the last time we saw Tamina in the ring, besides the Women's Royal Rumble. I think that might have been a return for her, if I'm not mistaken. I think she had been gone for a while. And I always liked Tamina. You know, I, I, I liked her. Thought she was decent. Not the greatest, but I liked her. And she's been around for a long time. But uh, Liv, uh, Liv takes out, uh, excuse me, Tamina takes out Liv Morgan here. Which was a big win for Tamina. Tamina getting uh, orders barked at her by uh, Natalia. Interesting new tag team there. Or is it more like a mentorship? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they both have strong family heritages. Heritages. Maybe that's what the commonplace is here. I don't know. But they need some fresh tag teams. So maybe that's what they're doing. We'll see. <clears throat> Nonetheless, yeah, big win for Tamina. Another loss in the bank of uh, the riot squad. It's sad, you know. <laughs> Had a little bit of a push last year when uh, Ruby Riot returned after having God knows how many losses, but it's not too much happening now with them. Then we get Adam Pierce out there with uh, Sonia Deville. Let me know what you think of this whole thing with uh, Sonia Deville being at the side of uh, Adam Pierce. Are you digging the assistant role here, or would you rather see Sonia Deville kicking ass in the ring? I think they're kind of just easing her back into things in the company. So I, I actually kind of like it because she actually does have a like a she looks like she fits in the leadership role in a sense. You know, she, she looks like she's a good uh, influencer, you know. She's, uh, she's tough, you know. Not bully tough, just like she can, you know, be a leader. I don't know. I'm okay with it. Bianca Belair is about to give her decision on who she's going to face at WrestleMania. And it's... It's on the tip of her tongue. She's 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 this close, folks. She's this close from saying it. And Reginald comes out. This Reginald. This can we can we please do away with Reginald? I I don't understand this. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. He's he's uh, in my opinion, he's got that annoying go away heat not not like hey you're a great heel no i don't even want to see you on my tv you you bring zero in my opinion and why carmella didn't come out with him because he was you know coming out with her but now now they're like he's infatuated with sasha banks I don't know what's going on with Reggie. Reggie needs to explain himself. He's confusing. <laughs> Mark says, you're not ready for the boss yet, EST. Hashtag for the culture. Right? 
So now, uh, and then Sasha Banks comes out and basically pushes Reginald out of the way. Like, all right, let the ladies talk here. Get this guy out of here. So then Bianca picks Sasha Banks. And Sasha Banks has a whole new like level of attitude to her promos here that I don't think I have ever seen before. I'm liking it. I mean, obviously, it's it certainly is more heelish than when she was dealing with Bailey. Like she's risen above all the stuff that she dealt with Bailey, and now she's on another level. I feel like this might be the strongest Sasha Banks we've ever seen. Because whenever she was champion before, she would lose it immediately afterwards to Charlotte. We've seen that back and forth for, for a long time. But that's not happening now because Charlotte's on that other brand. So, folks, we are getting Sasha Banks defending her SmackDown women's title against the EST of SmackDown, Bianca Belair. <laughs> You're making me want to tune into SmackDown right now, says Mark. Hey! I hope you're watching along with me. If you're not, I get it. WWE is not everybody's cup of tea right now. And I'm not saying it's perfect. But so far since the Royal Rumble, in my opinion, it's been watchable. It's not perfect, but they are doing some stuff right. They're creating some different characters. Like I said, we got some heel turns lately. It's interesting. Apollo Crews is now a heel, and Otis is a heel. Sasha Banks, like we, this was a very heel-heavy show, which is okay, as long as the stories you're telling make sense. Like some of it's like, like I said, with this whole Reggie thing, just get, get rid of Reggie. Everything else is pretty good so far. I'm on board so far. Then we got Baron Corbin in the back with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's got this annoying crew with him. And Baron Corbin's just like, can you just please get them the hell away from me? This is not working. And why are we tag teaming together? Whose idea was that? Sami Zayn's like, Sami Zayn's like, hey, it's, it was my idea. Relax, relax. It's my idea. So now they're going to face the uh, the Street Profits here. And I missed the ending of this match. I apologize. I got a quick look up and see who, <clears throat> who won here. Give me just a second here. Uh, so, the, okay, Street Profits defeated King Corbin and Sami Zayn. That's interesting because I really felt like uh, Corbin and Zayn had a chance of winning here. But man, these ridiculous camera guys was Sami Zayn. They messed up the whole thing. They messed up the whole chemistry thing with with Sam between King Corbin and Sami Zayn. 
King Corbin could not do his signature moves that he normally does because the camera guys were in the way. And, um, you know, uh, Zane couldn't control the camera guys. It was, it was really bad. So no wonder the Street Profits won here. So I don't know if they're going to get another shot at the tag titles, but, I mean, th that's a big win. That's a big win here. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. But, man, that um, – the, the athleticism of Street Profits is, uh, is crazy. It's crazy good lately. <clears throat> they are fun to watch. I will say that. They are not boring by any means. All right. We continue. And we got Rollins with the whole Embrace the Vision campaign. Like, he's really trying to be a leader here. He's trying to... It's like he's trying to start a new, you know, get, get a bunch of believers under his wing. He's out there, and then uh, Cesaro comes out, and man, Cesaro looks like he is absolutely on a mission. And... Uh, <laughs> RK says, are you saying the Street Profits paid off the camera, guys? They might have let, they might have, you know, drank some of the Kool-Aid, whatever's in that cup that's there, or they're always carrying around. They might have shared that with them and said, hey, uh, you get some, you get some more if you uh, help us out. You know, that might have been a thing. That might have been a thing. That's funny. <laughs> You're drinking the Street Profits kool-aid um but yeah i love this promo from rollins talking to cesaro and he's he's he stops cesaro from because he looks like he's just ready to just rip rollins head right off right in the middle of the ring and he stops he's, he's like stay right there stay right there and he's talking to him and he's like you are a star i can do something with you if you just choose to follow me if you just am this whole you know embrace the vision the vision of Seth Rollins and, and Cesaro just drops him right on his head picks him up spins him around I don't know how many times it looked like it was like 50 times got him all dizzy Seth's falling all over the place looked like he was almost turning green like he was gonna turn around and puke right on Cesaro and then Cesaro uh, gives him one of his classic European uppercuts and just knocks him in the next week so um yeah this is this I'm uh, I'm all on board with this feud I'm I'm loving this because uh Cesaro's on a roll lately and um as much as I love Seth Rollins still, man, he's just, just playing the perfect, um, you know, con man, jackass, whatever you want to call it. You know, he's, 
<laughs> the motivational speaker, my left, you know what? It's, it's <laughs> no one's buying it, Seth. Especially not Cesaro. Maybe some of the other sheep out there will. And maybe that's who Seth will eventually wrangle in to start climbing his way back up the SmackDown WWE ladder. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, if this is a match at um, Fastlane, count me in, man. I'm, I'm down. I'm loving it. Then uh, last but certainly not least... Nursing that bad knee, we've got Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso. And like I said earlier, the stipulation is here. If Daniel Bryan gets that win, if Daniel Bryan gets that win, he gets a shot at Roman Reigns. So Jay Uso really has quite the task here to uh, do his thing, you know, finish what he started earlier at the start of the show. Like his cousin Roman Reigns said, he's like, no, that's fine. You got nothing to apologize for. Just make sure you follow through with what you said. Take care of your business. And I'll give it to Jay. He did. It was ugly. I didn't like the way it finished. We got a double count out on this, but it was a good match. I don't think I've ever seen Daniel Bryan in a bad match, honestly. And Jey Uso, over the course of this last year, in this whole thing of him evolving out of the tag team stuff he's been doing for the last decade into being, you know, at the side of Roman Reigns. He's doing great. He really is. So, yeah, good match between Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. This, unfortunately, ends in a double countout, but... That means that Daniel Bryan does not get that shot at Roman Reigns because Jey Uso wouldn't let him back in the ring. They're both they're both counted out, and he just kept working on that knee. I mean, that's classic. That's one thing I can really appreciate, and I've said that over and over again. You get that classic limb work, you know, telling that story in the ring. As ugly as it may be sometimes, and you may not like it, they told a good story in the ring. So it ends in a double count out. Nobody wins. So in theory, Daniel Bryan does not get that chance. And then just to add insult to injury, Roman Reigns comes up and just destroys Daniel Bryan some more. And they go off the air. So... We'll see what the aftermath of this is. Is uh, is Adam Pierce going to show pity on Daniel Bryan and give him that shot because had kind of a 
awkward ending to the match. I mean, on paper, like I said, Jay did his thing. He made sure that Daniel Bryan didn't win. But you really didn't have a definitive winner here. You know, double count out. Nobody wins. So are we going to continue the story? Because, and what's funny is uh, Edge is not thrilled with this either. You know, so there's that part of it too. We'll see what happens next week. Can't wait to see. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where the SmackDown ends. I'd say the SmackDown was pretty good. They're, I mean, they're really evolving some characters lately, and it's it's uh, it's interesting to see. Like I said, it's it's it was a very heel heavy episode, but you know, we've got the evolution of a lot of people and different stories and different rivalries changing here. So I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm interesting to, interested to see where it's all going. Hakeem, what's up, man? He says, I know this happened a few days ago, but did you hear about Chris Bay getting heated in a heated conversation with rapper Bow Wow on Twitter? I heard about it. I don't know what was said or anything. I know that, um, Bow, people are talking about Bow Wow trying to get into the WWE. He basically wants to do what Bad Bunny's doing. He wants to, he he obviously wants that, uh, feels like certainly he could, uh, you know, jumpstart his career again. But yeah, I have no clue what Bow Wow is doing. I don't know if he's a chart topper lately, you know. I mean, I, I know, I, I don't know what, a lot of bad buddies music is, but I've, I've heard he's very popular. Hell, he just headlined Saturday night live, you know, took that 24 seven championship with him too. As much as we may joke about it. That was interesting. Critical Sting says, Bow Wow has the intimidation of a gnat. Wow, that's, that's, oof. All right. <laughs> Mark says, he's trying to get that VKM scumbag rub. <laughs> that's funny. Bow Wow is not a chart topper, LOL. Gotcha. Gotcha. I didn't think he was because I never hear nothing about him. It's not like you know, you know, Snoop Dogg's in commercials. He's on shows. He's got his music going. On. He's all over the place. You know, that's a guy you could talk about. That's got stuff going on. Bow Wow. What in the world is a Bow Wow? You know, I know when he started and he was popular, but ever since that, which was what between ten to twenty years ago. I have no clue what he's doing. <laughs> Mark says Snoop needs to stop taking all the jobs. No, he can have them. He can have all the beer commercials. He could be the host on all these different shows. 
he's got what two, three different shows going on right now. He's 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 just he's pimping everything. He could take it. <laughs> he's a WWE Hall of Famer and he's doing splashes off the top rope in AEW. They may be ugly, but the guy's doing all sorts of crazy shit. It's crazy. So <laughs> Hey, Styles, what's up, man? You came in late. I'm just about to wrap things up. So, um, so yeah, that's SmackDown, and that's the news that I covered earlier, talking about Batista starring in Army of the Dead's coming out in May. Go check out that trailer on the Netflix, YouTube, or wherever you watch your, your trailers on Yahoo or Google or whatever. Um, and then we covered the, uh, the updated card, the new matches for uh, Impact Wrestling Sacrifice that's coming up in just two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, the match between uh, the, the, the Knockouts tag titles being on the line, Fire in the Flava versus Jazz and Jordan, and then Moose going for the Impact World Championship against um, Rich Swan. So, Quite the card so far. And um, we'll get more additions to that in the next uh, next week or so. And I'll be covering that news right here on Smash This Podcast. So you know what we do when we get out of here? We smash that like button. We smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Go check out the merch. The link is in the description. That's right, Styles. We're going to do that retro shirt soon. That's going to drop in March. That's what the goal is. So I'll be working on that soon. Get that retro Smashes podcast design going. It's a great design. It really is. I love that one. I had that one for many years courtesy of one ant from the old rant with ant podcast i was just watching him stream on twitch today he was doing some crazy wrestling stuff on twitch looks like he was really having fun um so yeah if you want to help support the show in other ways you can listen on audio anchor.fm forward slash smashes podcast there is a support button on the anchor site and it's got three tiers you can help support the show for less than a dollar a month so please consider doing that if you're watching on twitch thank you you can cheer bits you can sub you can do all that stuff too so that's it for this one hope everyone has a grand weekend no tni on sunday and i don't know what's going on tomorrow We'll have to wait and see. Maybe J-Bone will just take the weekend off. I have no clue what we're going to do. Maybe I'll just see you guys Monday. But nonetheless, stay safe this weekend. Have fun. Take care. Much love. Good night.